personal power, people positive, the community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Laura Banks, you know, many people know her, and uh, you've done so much. You, you're, you're kind of a Kansas City Royals fan, would it be fair to say, or a Chiefs uh, you know, Super Bowl, or you just or not? You don't adopt that team anymore. Are you more of a West Coast girl? West Coast. Okay. So you, I heard that part. Yeah. So you, a little. Okay, yeah, we did a little bit. It's okay. If you freeze, here's a, here's a beauty, Laura. We still hear your voice, but uh, then we get a good shot of you. That's all. <laughs> it's like a freeze frame. I just got to make sure I don't, like, freeze with my mouth open. I know, yeah. We'll make yeah. sure you look attractive. We'll, we'll put it. We'll just get one shot of you, and we'll just post it up there when it does it. We love technology, but it's it's doing good. Um, here's the here's a great thing about yes. Laura's life. Uh, we, I could say I had a dysfunctional childhood. I grew up in an Italian-American house, <laughs> and, <laughs> it, it, and I found humor that kind of got me through stuff. I was a class clown. Um, I, I it was yes. never as good as you. I, I had poor attempts at stand up comedy. Got heckled. <laughs> I even had a crazy story with Whoopi Goldberg when I was l- working in Vegas. Whoopi was oh, doing yeah. Whoopi was there because she was doing so. Who wants to be a millionaire? Because I, I think Regis Philbin uh, was there. She was there. There was something going on, and I think Whoopi was at that event. And in fact, in L.A. Carla Carlini, she's the uh, general manager over LA 36 for the city. She's a very dear friend of mine. We're still very close. And she would, she would actually back this up. So a lot of people think I make this stuff up, but I'm, I swear to you. And <laughs> I thought it, it was a poor attempt of humor to go up to Whoopi Goldberg and say, hey, Whoopi, Whoopi, it's Whoopi. You know, and I, I did something like that. She looked and she gave like, really? You know, that look, the Whoopi Goldberg look. And you have such a great connection with Whoopi Goldberg. Tell, tell, me, tell me about that. It's a great story, uh, Bob. What happened was I moved to San Diego after a pretty tumultuous childhood. Um, a lot of dysfunction. It was, it, it was, uh, you know, California or bust. I, I had lost a brother oh, geez, uh, to sorry. suicide, which is pretty bad. Mm. And unfortunately more common than ever now. Yeah. And, uh, fortunately I've always been extremely resilient, uh, through a tremendous difficulty. And for some reason, when I landed in San Diego, where I went from Kansas city to San Diego, I meet Whoopi Goldberg of all people. And Whoopi has also gone through such tremendous challenges in her life uh, on food stamps and raising her daughter Alexandria mm-hmm. by herself. Uh, I settled in to San Diego and looked at local listings for theaters. There was a theater, I believe it was the Marquee Public Theater, but I'm not sure the exact name of the theater, but sure. I saw an ad, I went in, they were rehearsing a team of improv players and one of them was Whoopi. And I said, hey, I'm here, you know, I, I heard you may be looking for an alternate player. And they welcomed me in to rehearsals, and the team collectively said, mm, we don't need Laura Banks in the troupe. And Whoopi said, she I like her. fought for you Let's for st- – now, this is for Star Trek. Am I right? To, was no. This, this, this is, is before Star this Trek. One, this is for the this – is, this is – she had not done Star Trek at this point, and I had not done Star Trek. Okay, so because I think of Laura Banks – okay, i got to – go back to, with you too because I remember you on Star Trek because I'm a Trekkie guy from Vegas okay. <laughs> used to go over there on Paradise Road if you know <laughs> what I mean where they'd have the conventions every year I used to do stories it was awesome but go go back finish that because I'm sorry I had to interrupt but I that's what I was just thinking I'm looking at you and I always think Star Trek but go back Whoopi in the early years late 70s is saving yeah, your no career. it's confusing because yeah. I'm like I just so I so I moved from Kansas City to San Diego Saw an ad in a paper for an improv troupe, got in the troupe, except nobody wanted me but Whoopi. Whoopi fought for me. And 
she was so powerful on stage as a performer that all I could do was stand back and hand her props essentially from this big black box of props she was using at the time and Mm -hmm. started to develop these powerful characters. And then um, we would sit back behind the theater backstage and she'd tell me how she never, you know, was always sober when she was in rehearsal or performing. And a few points I remember her emphasizing and just a tremendous commitment to craft talking to unemployed, hungry actors. I was waitressing at the time. And, and she shared how she couldn't get roles, you know, that she wanted because she was black and she was struggling with money and she didn't focus on that though. And that's one of the points of my latest book, which is go for your dreams, specifically women. Don't let anything stop you. You're, you know, she was in a horrible situation and she let nothing stop her. Was she an exceptional talent? No doubt about it. Oh, no doubt. There's levels of success one can reach if one is not afraid to go for their dreams. Amen to that. And you know what's interesting, Laura, when you say that, it's great because it's so profound. It seems like people like you and Whoopi, um, Tim Allen, I mean, we can go on and on, all all you comedians, become great actors almost. I mean, you become even super character actors or um, you, you know... Is it the pain that we have, or is it something that you yeah. like to project? Because you're, because you see the happy part. We see, you, you know, and whether unless, you know, I even look at Robin Williams. I just want to use Robin Williams for a second too. How does Robin? You, you didn't realize how sad he was. I I knew Robin. He was a casual acquaintance of mine. I spent a good deal of time with him because I was hanging out at the comedy store then. Mm-hmm. And you would just never know that this guy was feeling any anything but just on fire with his work at that point in Mork and Mindy and everything. And he was not, he was still in a, in a lot of pain, you know, and there were comics. I don't think Howie Mandel ever went through that when I knew mm-hmm. Howie, he was happily married from the get go. Uh, something that's escaped me, you know, I'm still single. I, you know, my career has been great, but I've struggled, you know, emotionally with, with relationships. And that's comes through in my book as well. Um, I look at you and I, 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 I wanted to be honest. I, I wanted to ask you that you look so happy. I'm thinking, how can not Laura be, I mean, you see it and, and you, you, you see it, but you don't see it like that smile right now. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it, how do I say it? it's sad, but you just, you just know there's gotta be, there's some good because you're helping people out. You're whatever you're doing is your therapy almost. I mean, this is, you know, whether it was a comedy seller in New York city or, or whatever you're yeah. doing and, and, you know, just spontaneous combustion is what we would call it. Yeah. Is that, how you describe it. I almost feel like when you're up there, when you're feeling pain and I'm not at all trying to put myself in you, in your shoes, but my, I had a good childhood, but, but I had some, it was, it was pretty emotional. It was old school. I would say your typical Italian American family, a lot of expression, a lot of yelling, a lot of fighting, nervousness, tension. And, you know, it does still kind of run through me today with my, I try so hard to scale that back with my kids but through TV, if that's my stage, and I want to pretend it is, I'm, I feel more emphatic. Oh, it, is. it is. And that's where I delivered the weather. And the good thing is, is that I had great mentors. I had super uh, consultants. Which a lot of people hate consultants. But in my case, I took the good out of them throughout all that other crap. <laughs> most of it most of it was like, oh, come on. But th- there was always something good they would tell me that I needed to do. So th- that being emphatic. And, and being able to make it interesting. I'm a weather guy, okay? I'm a meteorologist. Yeah, I have yeah. a meteorology degree. I'm certified. But the, the bottom line is when you're up there, anyone could do it, but you, you don't want a yeah. robot up there. you got to put something in it. you got to put your, your energy in it. you got to put your passion into it. You've done that. And, 
I mean, your best-selling author of embracing your big fat, your big ass, <laughs> embracing your big fat ass. I think that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> it's funny, but you caught my attention. It, it's just because everybody's so worried of their image is everything. So I wanted to talk about that because image is everything. I shaved my eyebrows accidentally when I was trimming them the other day. <laughs> so I, I, I'm serious. And, and Axel's sitting right here. Is this true, Axel? You know, I'm not lying. Right? <laughs> he's afraid. He's embarrassed. And I have this pencil here. <laughs> so my days of theater, I did theater and drama. I had to pencil it. I'm just being honest. So embracing my... Yeah. Big fat Italian eyebrows, but you're embracing your big fat ass. So you're saying there's nothing wrong the way you look. Cut it out. Is that something you struggled with too? Is being and an, a comedian and an actress? Do you really think you know? Is that or, or is this something you want to let everyone know? Don't body shame. Don't worry about how you look. Well, you know, you said a tremendous amount. There's so much I could. Yeah, talk I could go. I do, I do that. I just did and, a dump and, on you. You know, self-image is a big problem right now. I hate that women see these beautiful, thin, skinny ones and want to be that. Uh, Embracing Your Big Fat Ass was a Simon & Schuster book I wrote uh, a number of years back before the fat ass was popular, popularized with uh, Kim Kardashian. But uh, it can be five pounds. It can be 50 pounds. You self-qualify. You understand you've got this problem. And then you kind of want to start a revolution with yourself and others and say, no, I am what I am. Love me or leave me. Uh, you said something else earlier about, about uh it being therapy, comedy being therapy. Yes, and it's craft. So I've taken many, many years to study writing, acting, uh, stand-up, improv. And then once you get the skills, then you let go. You let loose, and you're free because you've got that foundation, which has sort of been my career. And, and sort of to give a quick view of sort of who I am, so The Wrath of Blonde is my new book, and it's out on Amazon. I just want to do a little plug there because William Shatner, my friend, always taught me to plug away. That's right. That uh, is and, awesome. Uh, that That's, talks about smart. my experience on Star Trek. Uh, and before that, I did write the Racing Your Big Fat Ass, an owner's manual, lest we forget. And then before that was Breaking the Rules, Last Tactics for Landing the Man of Your Dreams. And that was a humor book that just went viral with a quarter of a million sales talking about radical dating tips that made no sense. And they turned us into, tried to turn us into real dating experts. And, and that was hysterical. So these books happened and Star Trek happened and Whoopi was there at the beginning and I sort of fell into the comedy clubs. And uh, here I am now, this memoir, Wrath of Blonde, I spill the beans on what almost happened to me out there, which wasn't wasn't pretty. You know, it was it was difficult. Uh, Hollywood, I hear, is even worse now with, with uh, uh, possibly some trafficking going on and young women now. I, and I, I tell everyone, go for your dreams, follow your dreams. If you can't wake up passionate about something, why wake up at all? You know, you've got to find totally what lights you up. One hundred percent. Yep. Right. And if it and 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 if and if if it's not making you a bundle of money, go for it anyway because it it will it will be what it's all about. Like I could have made more money possibly as a jazzercise instructor at the local mall in the eighties, but I chose <laughs> to do what I did. That's one of my lines in my book. But but yes, it's in each one of my books. It's all about women radically pursuing their dreams beyond what their parents think they should be going to do and getting married and making babies or sexually and sensually. What are the rules? Maybe your rules are different. Find them. Now we're living in an age where younger people are defining new rules of their own sexuality. I'm all for that. I think that's all part of, of a, of a, who a woman is in her journey. That that's wonderfully stated. And I'm a guy. I still find yes, it interesting. You are. I you, notice. You notice that I, I am a yes. him, <laughs> a he, I, but I, but I, 
but the truth is, listening to this, how you weave comedy into this book and everything else you do, and, you know, you, I'm still taken by it. So it, it, it does kind of focus on women and trying to pursue their dreams and careers or whatever, maybe even anybody out there who would, you know, we have a, yeah. a young lady here. In fact, if Nicole would walk by, she's a stand-up comedian locally. She oh. is. She really is. And she was homeschooled, and she's, you would see her in the, in the station here, and she's very reserved. So she does some stuff in Atlanta, I understand. Is that right, Axel, doesn't she? And, and um, I, I have not seen her yet. <laughs> I have not even heard her, but I hear she's very funny. She's very dry when she talks. She's, she's got a very unique voice. Um, and, and she's, she's, I could tell her presentation would be one that would get your attention up there. You look like the girl next door. I, every time I see Laura Banks, I, the first thing when I saw it, I'm like, Laura Banks is Star Trek, you know, and you mentioned William Shatner, of course, Whoopi later years, but you did the comedy years first and starting in the late seventies. I'm never going to ask a woman her age. That's for sure. I, <laughs> but you look great. You look great. You are who you are. And I love it you. because you, you, you have that. What is your... What do you do? You when you play a, the character, of course. There's not. I don't see much comedy in Star Trek. I, there are moments I could say that no. was kind of funny, but it's not meant for that because it's sci-fi. Right. How do you transition from that? Because I mean, you're you know spontaneous combustion check <laughs> to Star Trek. You know, um, that shows a well, it shows a you got a lot. You, you could do a lot here. You 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 can you can go in many different directions. Yeah, I I think. Comics can be very good actors because good comics are dealing with truth. They're dealing with truth about themselves. Stand-up comedy, rather than improv or writing, is you who you are on steroids. So you kind of create a a larger character of yourself, and then you write for this enlarged character of yourself on stage. Uh, Kevin Pollack, I was just watching last night in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What a great example of a comic who learned timing, who learned connecting. You're connecting with an audience every night. Uh, you know, my beginning was acting. I recommend everybody take an acting class because it, it's your body, your mind, how you look and walk and talk and respond to things is all something you can learn control of. People go, oh, an actress mm-hmm. fake or, gee, you know, that she's probably a liar in real life or she knows how to manipulate. Well, I kind of disagree. And Brad Pitt said it as well. Like, you know, I'm just being myself, you know, on camera. I actually think actors are some of the more honest people out there. Because we've learned from the bottom up to be from our toes to the tops of our heads in touch with ourselves. And we know that if we're being inauthentic, it's going to come through. So comedy is honesty. And I don't like the word even honesty because that's some, there's a morality to that or truth. There's a morality, Mm -hmm. but there's an authenticity that I live for. And that when I feel it in other people and see it, I'm immediately connected to them. And I wanted my, my, my book, and it, you're right, it is for men and women. It's for a- anyone who's a Star Trek fan that wants to learn and read about what was it like working with Carter Monoban? You know, what was it like on the set of The Reliant when they blew up the ship? But uh, th- there was no comedy in Star Trek, uh, but I went on to star in three other movies for a fellow named Roger Corman, who's sort of the king of the bees, right? Right, right. And uh, I was seen from Demon of Paradise where I was eaten by a monster. Oh, and who can say that? You weren't in there uh, that long. How, well, no, your character was there for how long <laughs> before you got chowed down? <laughs> I got eaten by a monster. (laughs) And I was seen in that movie by a guy named Alan Spencer, who's right now working with Disney. Oh, wow. Okay. Making his uh, movie uh, Sledgehammer. And said, you were funny as this resort owner. And he put me in his movie pictures called Hexed. Because he saw the comedy underneath. You know, I could never book. We tried to be straight to the camera talking about hemorrhoids. I think there was an underlying (laughs) 
hysteria going on that I just couldn't do it right. You know, so, which hazel uh, it works. <laughs> they say naturally, I don't know, or, or cispex. Yeah, I, or I put it under my eyes. I know. You know is is that what you do? Eye. Yeah. We put, you know what? Yeah. I did hemorrhoidal cream one time under my eye when they're puffy. I have, I'm Mediterranean descent. So I'm Italian. So I have a lot of Italian heritage. So I get these puffy eyes when I'm tired or whatever, which uh, it works. You're telling me, but you got you. I love your eyes too. Your eyes are always smiling. Um, you, you, okay. I got to just ask you. Anyways. Are you a Sagittarius? <laughs> Just as I'm oh, watching. you're so cute. I'm, yeah. an, I'm an astrologer. I'm an Aries with yes. a lot of Leo. Okay. Oh, interesting. Could you guess who I am? Oh, Gemini? Get the heck out of, get out of town. Get out of town. Right on the you're money. Good. Yes, I am. Yeah. That's I'm an astrologer. Cr- I can do that. That's First of all, cr- you're talking on air. It's Mercury. It's air. Yes. And everything yes. about you is Gemini. That's insane. That's so funny. Did we, and Axel, do you know, you've talked to Axel. What do you think Axel? Who's, what's Axel? Oh, no. Can't do it. I'm good for the one-on-one. Okay, there you go. That makes there. sense. You haven't talked to him enough to see. Believe it or not, he's a Gemini. He's a quiet side of Gemini. I'm not, I'm the wild. But it's like I got have to have 18 things going on in my head at the same time. I got 60 million oh, things yeah. I want to talk to you about, and I only have 30 minutes to talk to you about. So that's yeah, the, that's yeah. it. It's like a Gemini uh, party of five, your table is ready, and it's just one guy sitting there, you know, standing there. <laughs> See look how quick you are. That's it's a comedic side of you. I love it. Yeah. I you know, have you seen Barry at all? And that that because I just think it in a character. Yes, Barry. I love Barry. Holy crap! I Bill Hader is nuts. I mean, this is genius stuff, and it's like ah. I, I'm like. I mean, who would think that a hitman, you know, coming back and how they did, and he's a writer for, and then Henry, of course, Henry Winkler's in there too. I mean, God almighty. Oh my and then Sarah Goldberg, is, she's up and coming. She seems like, you know, I know she's been around a little while, but she, but she's young lady. She's, she's, she's doing really well. And well, it is a dark- perfect example of how women go for all, all kinds of crazy narcissistic men. And he was like, you know, she just couldn't shake him. It was like trauma bonding, like my last relationship. It's like, how bad are you? I'm bad. Oh, that's okay. We can continue today. You know, oh, you're half man, half horse. No problem. We can work around that. You know, and it's tragic. And there she is like, well, move back in. You know, meanwhile, he's screaming in her face and everything. That's an example of taking the darkest material you can, mm-hmm. making it funny. And that's what I tried to do in my book. And that's what Whoopi Goldberg did. Good tie-in. Yeah, and that is dark as it gets. That show, and you're still laughing. Yes, that that, that's what's kooky about it. You feel guilty. It's like it's like a guilty pleasure. But but you're exactly right. So this dark uh, setting of a professional hitman who does doesn't want to do anymore, and he wants to be an actor. Discovers he has his talent, but I want to be done with it. But he just keeps getting drawn into it to the last season, I think, or the last uh, episode, I should say, in, in season three or four, I can't remember. But you tie, you kind of weave that in there, too. You can bring that dark side. You, you know, we all have dysfunction. We have certain things going on. Um, you you see the, the great things with it. I'm, I'm still kind of taken aback. Here's my Gemini side flipping to another thought all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm thinking, Sagittarius, who the hell would want to be with you? <laughs> You're a great personality. I get along with Sagittarius. The Sagittarius people are honest. They're loyal. Am I right about that? Yeah. And and yeah. they 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 can never sleep. That's the bad thing about it. Do you right, do? You but fi- I'm not a Sagittarius. I'm oh, an Aries. You're Aries. So you're fire air sign, sign so fire sign. Okay. Sign. Okay. Got you in that. So April baby or end of March. I'm March. Okay. Gotcha. So you're March twenty third. And, and William Shatner's the twenty second, and oh, Leonard wow. Nimoy's the twenty fourth. Get out of town. Those and guys. a lot of my book is about romance and trying to find like as a child i used to just want to be inside the the tv screen and be one of those actors and experience that high level of romance and love right 
and Andy Co- Andy Kaufman, one of the greatest oh, comics yeah. ever, used Wait, to Saint call Garris that. Is so, man, if he could have been here longer, yeah. right? He used to call being inside the TV set Dutyville, yes. and I <laughs> wanted to be in Dutyville. And so, the, the, one of the themes is the book of the book is constantly looking for that level of romance and passion that you see in the movies. And it, and I wanted to be in those movies, and I ended up getting sprayed down with fire repellent and dying three times and being blown up in a spaceship <laughs> and running for my life from monsters and falling off a cliff. And I'm like, this isn't the Hollywood I imagined. Right. <laughs> right. You're expecting and, like a yeah, Barbara Streisand movie or something. Who knows? But, no, but I did yeah. have a, a four-month uh, partnership relationship with William Shatner, which is a part of the book. Oh, and I speak- we're learning something here. Oh, you got yes, my attention. I, Look I at did, that. I Ooh. did. It's a little, it's a tell almost everything. Is he good with and, it? Uh, and uh, yeah, I come out about it yeah. to share that and it's positive and I don't trash him and it wasn't an assault. It was a true, sure. wonderful four months of my life where he was hysterically funny and charming and great. And he, and all I can say is he is Captain Kirk in real life. Okay. Dad. Is crazy. So he does have those quick kind of mannerisms, Scotty. You know, he's got those. Oh, yeah. Wait, he what? really does talk like this. He does. That's Laura, so. Bill. Yeah. And he's funny. He used to call me on my phone and be Laura, Bill. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> That's, that is awesome. That is so funny. He is terrific. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age, but he's looking. I mean, he's still he's still going. He just did his. He got done. Was it? He was on the CBS comedy sitcom. They wrapped that up. When was that wrapped up? About a couple of years ago. Did he wrap that up? He played the dad. Was well, it the Boston Legal. Boston Legal, but not that uh, one. It was more serious. His his comedy his comedy role when he was dad. Maybe it was more than three years ago. The when he was playing. But I interviewed him on my podcast for a half hour, and that's on my website, laurabanks.com. Good, plug it all away. I, Laura. And, and it was, he's just, he's still a friend of mine. I just saw him in Columbus. Uh, I'll be seeing him. I'm going to five cities this, this year, okay. signing autographs because of this one picture of me. Hopefully you can show everybody that's me yeah. with Ricardo Montalban that everybody just loves. This picture of me was in time magazine. So it was this really small role that, that, that I, this picture of me and navigating the spaceship went everywhere. And, and it's a perfect example of, you get an opportunity and you got to run with it. You, you do. You got to believe in yourself and you got to run with it and be confident. And it, and I took a lot of courses and I spent a lot of time working on myself, courses, programs to deep program what had happened to me. And I think through this whole COVID phase and through how we've all been through, we've got to do some reprogramming, whether it's a course or a book, you just start reprogramming because I think we're all now suffering from just enough depression to, not want to get out of bed in the morning, you know, like this yeah. morning was hard for me, for example, it was raining here in Asheville yeah. and I don't like rain. I know. I know. I you're, you're a fire person. You like your air sign, you know, <laughs> you come from the yeah. air, but you don't like that. You don't like what comes out of the air when it comes down in liquid formation. But I, it, but it's you're a, a very cute Italian guy. You th- know, thank I, you. I, I, I dated Andrew Dice Clay and Hey, hey about you know, I was sitting in, I was you know? sitting in, uh, I was sitting in line yeah, at, uh, at the, the bank the other day with my blankety <laughs> blank up this blank, blank, blank. <laughs> That's all I can say. Tough it eating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I met him, he wasn't that way at all. Yeah. The dice, his movie was funny. I liked it when he was flying in the air and he's going in a circle. He, he was, he was crazy. You said Ricardo Montalban. I'm thinking of him. I'm thinking of fantasy Island. I, I think of him there, yes. but he, he did so many other things that were just remarkable. Great actor. And, um, you know, um, I'm trying to think tattoo. He actually lived in Phoenix when I was in Las Vegas. I think he passed away. He was in Tucson. He was from that area. Right. And, and just for clarity, we're talking yeah. about Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan. Two, that's Ricardo with Khan. him, with Ricardo and Star Trek II. Yes. Good. Yes. And he played Khan. Yeah. And I was right next to him navigating that ship. And he fell off a horse in the 50s and hurt his back and had a dozen operations that oh, never wow. worked. So his whole time when we're filming, he's in pain. And they yell action and he goes right into character. And when they cut, 
you see him slump and wow. just dealing well, with his pain. A, that's crazy. And it taught yeah. me so much about worth it, work ethic and to not get on a horse. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And it, not to be, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, there's nothing when you, if you're not really good at that, I, I went in on a horse to do a story one time, thought it would be cute to do a live shot. Axel knows I'm talking, I wasn't here. I think, in fact, I think I was in Jackson, Mississippi. This is many years ago. And I, it, the horse went into a canter and bareback. And I'm like, holy mackerel. And, and I just hear people screaming, Bob, don't pull back. Be careful. Just dig your, you know, because I, I, what I did was I, I dug my heels right into the horse's side. And the horse says, okay, it's time to go. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? And this horse is jerking up. And I'm like, oh, never do that again. You fall. You're, 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 that's what happens. You, you know, I was going to say Christopher Reeves. I don't want, and he didn't deserve that. But Christopher Reeves was a good horse rider. But what a remarkable guy. And look what happened to yeah. him. You know, I mean, these accidents are freak. It can happen anywhere. But an animal still an animal. You don't know how, how they're going to behave. They can twist yeah, and, and turn. And men, are, and men are like animals. It's a very similar parallel. Yeah. Um, I can attest I to that. I, I can attest. Um, My wife can say. You never know what you're get, getting into. Uh, Sagittarians, which is the sign of the horse. Yeah, yeah. I can see. So we're back to the horse again. Yeah. And, I don't know what it is. What is it with that? Sagittarius. Axel's blushing you know. over here when you said something about the horse and men. <laughs> We know how they hang. No, I'm just kidding. Well, excuse me. I'm saying where they hang out, I should say. That's what I was going to say. But the uh, but I, I think the, the humor, the tie-in, learning more about you, I don't want you to reveal too much. I know there are a few people probably thinking, Laura, could you just give us just a little bit more on William Shatner? I'd like Because you dated the guy. I mean, it, you know, people my age, even you know who William Shatner is, right? Actually even knows. I mean, watching reruns of the original Star Trek all the way up. What I, I just... He, he's an interesting, he's a great guy. I mean, he looks like a really great. Yeah. He is an inspiration. I believe I would like to see a female Captain Kirk. So, okay. so who's adventurous. See now women like Wonder Woman now, Marvel and all sure, these characters. Right. They're, they're completely sexless. They're yes. like just these, like I just conquer the world and I'm a woman. Well, look at Kirk. He was a conqueror and he also had conquests. What's the problem with creating a character that's a female Captain Kirk? William Shatner is that person in real life. Uh, you know, he's been married multiple times. I'm sure he's had a multiple lovers. I'm probably one of God knows how many. And so what? You know, we're a very <laughs> yeah. puritanical country that doesn't sure. like that necessarily, but is so curious about it. And so there I'll say it. But but he's writing books. He's doing poetry. He's creating music. He's touring every weekend to meet the fans. He is, he is, in my mind, the epitome of how to live your life. And when I interviewed him in my show, he just said, you know, Laura, you look at everything in your life as the next chapter. And now I'm starting to sound like Jerry you Seinfeld. Do. Sound, Why is it when you're lying in the sun <laughs> that just your nose burns? Is your nose that much closer to the sun? Okay, that's what I said. <laughs> that was perfect. But, but, <laughs> thank you. But, but, but keep turning the page was his point. Gotcha, keep turning yeah. the page. Keep creative and self-expression. Stay out here when you're depressed, and which I have dealt with and still deal with, and come out into the world. Find the, find the community. Right now I'm working in a co-work space here in Asheville, and it's people, and I'm with people. We're coming out post-COVID, and we, we need to continue to come out and be depressed but be out. Like I used to think to deal with depression, I had to be alone, right? Yeah. Well, no one can tell, you know. Just go for it anyway. Make an appearance right. and, and connecting will, 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 you know. So that's my soapbox on that all good stuff. And Shatner has had his fair share, but he, you know, very personable, very funny man. Um, one time I 
was silly, and I asked him if he ever wanted to go to outer space. <laughs> felt like such and, a and, and look what he did. Look what he did. He, he And yeah. he said he did. And, he and did. we saw Shooting Star that night. Yeah. Aww. And I was at his house. I tell a story in my book about how I was at his house once and how his Doberman dogs got out accidentally, and it turned <laughs> oh. out from his, almost a scene from Ghostbusters where I just made it outside the gate and the dogs almost ate me. Oh I was a little gosh. bit mad at him after that. Oh my God! What a st- that, see! This is the stuff you can get from Laura Banks. She's revealing all. I love it. I love how you just your your smile. How you just turn your head like that and you whip your hair. That's the that's the that's the face that I've seen before. This is wonderful. It's just wonderful. Yeah. You remind me of Brendan Ray, a young lady I work with. She's actually an anchor in Panama City, uh, in in Florida, and she works in our company. So I just you just there's something about you. You know, it's always that's what I do too. I see somebody and they remind me of somebody. I, I do that sure. all the time. When when you I think when you said Diana Ross, I was thinking of that song. Did, did you like that song? That seems like a song you would like for some reason. I'm coming out. I'm coming. Yeah, that one. Song. But and, and I also love you know. I can buy myself flowers, wrap my name in the sand. There you go. Yes, good for you. Talk to myself for hours. Although when you break that down, how silly is she going to look? Yes, I'm playing in the sand by my. I'm holding my own hand. <laughs> and, you know, like really. No, 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 no. So you don't okay. have a Gemini rising there? You may have a Gemini rising. We don't even know it. Leo rising. <laughs> Leo, Leo. Hey, that's why. My temperature is rising here, but actually. I like Leo. the fact that you got the Leo in you. That's why you're no BS. You, you tell people you're good at delegating. I would. I have to assume you're pretty good at being in control and say, do this. You know, you're, you're good at organizing. Am I right in that? Or, oh, maybe? I got comfortably piss off enough people to get okay. my way. <laughs> there <Yes>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. And you could do you it know. with a smile, for God's sake. That's just even better. Yeah. I, and I'm actually a lot more attractive than this like i actually just came on your show last minute and i didn't wash my hair or do anything so you're getting the uh, are you serious could i tell you something yeah. this is what i like about you i like women and i'm, I'm not just saying this i truly i say it, my wife hates when i do this i like you natural i like a woman natural okay, well <laughs> is there anything wrong with that i uh, uh, well, yeah yeah i mean no i could I, use a little plastic surgery See, don't like let's oh like could that. i tell you something oh please God. don't don't because you got great cheekbones great smile Ooh. your lips are perfect they look normal no, the women no, I watch be the worst is soap operas when I'm watching these soaps and my my wife likes CBS soaps and and I can even say I'm a CBS affiliate station and I love the women on here and the ones that just do it they just ruin their lips and they contort their faces like oh I you, know you look great and they they all look the same they end up looking the same when they do it they all have the same look they have the same look I said, like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? It's just, but no, you look you, honestly. Well, as an actress, I think that you blow it if you're over. Hmm, Filled with plastic because they can't cast you as well. Susan Sarandon, who some people have said I look like, boy, I'd love to know. Axel's shaking his head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. She's yeah. just Oh, perfect. she's awesome. She's beautiful. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful. But, there. you know, yeah. I never got a chance at those bigger roles. And one of the celebrations in The Wrath of Law and Close Encounters with yeah. uh, Star Trek Two and all that other good stuff, my book, uh, now on Amazon, is that, uh, no, you know what? I never made it to the big dream. I never, ha-ha, like that. But guess what? I went for it. And that's the point of everything that we're doing now in our lives and my, my mm-hmm. soapbox. If you fail, you still win. Because I could go to my grave. You know, I, I produced a movie, Manhattan Dating Project. You know, I did the stand-up. I passed at the best clubs. I'm still doing improv here in Asheville. I'm still doing stand-up. You don't have to be somebody to be somebody. You have to be somebody to yourself. I love and you that. You have to, yeah. you know, and you can, you're going to... You, and don't worry about, you know, Eddie Brill is my coach right now. And he was uh, Dave Letterman's opening act for 17 years. And he's touring. He's a great guy. And uh, he was looking at my set the other day on, on, on video. And he's like, don't be apologetic. Never try and get the audience to like you. 
you know, because you're actually an effective uh, host, anchor, personality, if you're pissing people off, because either you're really, because you'll find your people, they'll either love you or they will hate you. But that's what you have to do. You have to be able to polarize, even in these times of PC. Yes. You have to find a way to polarize. If you're trying to, uh, even in your life, if you're trying to accommodate everybody, you know, it's not going to work. No, you'll get caught. You'll, you'll get, you'll get, you'll get snagged. You'll you can't be, be yourself. Yeah, can't you can't be no yourself. Voice, and, so. and you look, it's, it's, you're not happy. You're not patent and you don't want to get up in the morning and be driven to what you really love to do. And you do. Yeah. And that's what you're saying, which is, which is wonderful. Yeah. I, I love the fact that we did, you know, it's been 30 minutes with Laura Banks. There's so much more about her that you, you got to do the wrath of a blonde. Hard to believe, right? Um, and I, I love her approach to, to, to comedy. She has a great true life story that I want everyone to really just take a moment and just kind of digest this. You are very adventurous, and that's who she is. And she left her Kansas home, learned about her California life, search of fame, fortune, and frolic. I like that. They have a lot of playtime. But be careful. When you're out in L.A., like she said, if you're going to go out there, live your dream. And if it isn't going to be an actor or something else, anything you do in your life, Laura's book will tell you how you should behave. From, from top to bottom, literally. And we haven't seen your bottom, but anyway, <laughs> I just, I know oh, you look, I, I know you look great. <laughs> no, I just can't. She's fantastic. <laughs> I just had to be a little silly there, That's but I, I yeah. yeah. Awesome. Laura, thank you for doing this, being you continue to be you. You're inspiring. Thank you so much. And I know everybody else sitting out there can get more of Laura Banks. We got a connection there for you, Laura. We got a website, Amazon, all your stuff, whatever you want to see. And learn about the Shatner material. I got to hear more about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's interesting. Ooh, got the finger up to the, <laughs> to the side. Spotify, iHeart, Apple, Audible, wherever you get your podcasts, they're right there for you anytime. Uh, I hope you can do that. If you want to see Laura and I and see Laura herself right here on YouTube, we got Laura on YouTube here as well. And WRBL.com. It lives on WRBL.com. So video portions, YouTube, WRBL.com, everything else is audio files. Enjoy. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have a contact there as well. We're going to take some highlights of the show today. You see it, and we'll have a link to hear more about Laura. And we can even read about her, too, in her latest book, The Wrath of a Blonde. Oh, the Aries. Thank you. I feel it. Thank you. Big game kiss. Yes. Oh, there you go. Let's do it. There you go. (laughs) 